0: can't help it. I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I'm like a Celtic. I can't help it. i ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 111-101. Solid game through and throw. Uh, Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, uh, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and look towards our Christmas Day matchup against Milwaukee here. Uh, to get things started off, i uh, got to give player of the game to Jalen Brown. This was by far the best game we've seen from him uh, after returning from that hamstring injury. Uh, end of the night, 34 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block on super efficient shooting. 12 of 22 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, uh, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. Uh, today was just a, a master class. Absolute master class. First quarter, 16 points on 6 of 7 shooting. A uh, bunch of just crazy, crazy pull-ups. Zero space, pulled up, was just hot. Uh, it was making things happen. This is a game, 36 minutes for him. Uh, I think that's the, the most he's played since returning from the, the hamstring injury. Uh but looked good. I talked about it after last game. Like you didn't you didn't notice that he was coming back from an injury like he did the first three games. Like he was slow the first couple. Last two games he's looked good. Uh tonight was just super efficient though. Like this is vintage Jalen Brown. Uh, we've talked about it several times over the last you know two seasons, year and a half uh about Jalen Brown's efficiency, and tonight was no exception. shot the ball, lights out, was moving the ball really well uh and that's a, that's another stat where you don't really- you don't see it as much. He' only had three assists tonight, but he found a couple guys wide open. He found Tatum wide open twice. On two of his drives. Uh, And Tatum, who we'll talk about, uh, couldn't capitalize on it. So he's making the right plays. And that's the important part. So this marks his second straight game, 30 points. Uh, And this is just another good one for him. His counterpart today, at least, was Time Lord. And Time Lord was a, a close, close second in player of the game votes in my eyes, Uh, because he's another guy that did everything tonight. End of the night, 21 points, 11 rebounds, four of which were offensive. Also had seven assists, two assists, two steals, two blocks. I mean, two steals, two blocks on 10 of 12 shooting. So this was a game for Time Lord, probably his best game of the season, in my opinion, and he was contributing tonight in every aspect of the game. This was definitely the best game that we've seen from you know a passing standpoint from him. I think the backdoor cut that he found Jalen Brown uh, heading to the rack in the fourth quarter was perfect, uh, and we saw a lot of just him finding guys. And another part of the game of his game that probably goes it goes unnoticed a lot is him setting screens and obviously we've we have that Ennis freedom who's one of the better guys in the nba as far as setting screens just hard physical screens time lord tonight took a page out of his book and a lot of his screens led to either you know jalen brown threes jalen brown buckets jason tatum buckets like a lot of what he did today Went past the stat sheet, and it's one of the it's one of the better games that we've seen from him. You know, we saw him. You know, battle the battle the boards, find a lot of you know o- offensive rebounds for putbacks. Couple Tatum misses that he went up for, uh, got an offensive rebound, put back, had arguably the play of the game. Actually, I don't even know if I can argue it. I'll just say he had the play of the game. That steal that he had where he Euroed and then dunked in transition was absolutely beautiful. You know, (laughs) he also had another play where he tried to bring it up in transition. It was an absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Turned the ball over immediately. Uh, But (laughs) outside of that one play, it was fantastic tonight. You know, this is a Cavaliers team that's just good. It's good overall. Third in defensive rating, fourth in total net rating. They're on a six-game win streak, including a pretty impressive win against the Bucs. This is a solid team this year. Third place in the Eastern Conference coming into tonight. And the Celtics beat them handily. This is a game where the Celtics led by double digits for the majority of today, uh, which, is, which is important. This is a, it's a good, good team win. You know, the other two guys that that really stepped up in my eyes are Romeo Langford and Peyton Pritchard again. Uh, Romeo provided just one of his, probably his best game of the season, 11 points, nine rebounds. So heavy, heavy on the rebounds. But another thing that doesn't show up on the stat sheet, similar to the Time Lord screens, is Romeo's defense in the post on guys that are double his size. There were a couple times tonight where he was stuck in the post with either Lowry Markkinen or Kevin Love, and he defended him well. Whether he was fronting them or behind him, he fought his way around that screen and essentially you know, pushed the ball out a couple times. You know, there was one where Kevin Love was posting him up. Romeo just kind of swam around him, punched the ball out, ended up getting a transition bucket for the Celtics out of it. So it's stuff like this. A A lot of fans, a lot of Celtics fans are looking at a stat sheet. They don't see those types of plays in the stat sheet. And that's one of the reasons that Marcus Smart is as polarizing of a player as he is. But Romeo Langford tonight had a lot of those defensive plays that stuck out, so that was important. It was good to see uh the other guy tonight, I think that played really well was Peyton Pritchard, and this is another night where you know he outperformed schroeder, and we'll talk about Schroeder in the the second half of this, but Peyton Pritchard. 21 minutes three of seven from the field didn't light up the stat sheet by any means only seven points five rebounds uh it threw in an assist there but the spacing of the floor that he provides is significantly different than what you get with schroeder and one of the things that i'll give schroeder credit for this as well we talked about it a lot this season uh dennis Schroeder's really good at driving and finding guys so is Peyton Pritchard, and he did that a lot tonight. Uh, whether it was for an assist or not, Peyton Pritchard is getting into the heart of the defense, sucking guys in, and finding guys. And this is what you want him to do, especially considering his competition being Schroeder. So this is a really, really solid performance from him as well. Um, outside of that, I mean, we saw the return, of Joe Johnson, 20 years later, guy is 40 years old, has no business being in the NBA at this point. But COVID will do that to you. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun. couple minutes left in the game. Celtics up 16. You hear massive chants from the crowd. I so Joe. I so Joe. I so Joe. E. calls him in. Right? Gets in, gets him a couple good possessions, hits a fadeaway. And what I don't want to happen is all you irrational Celtics fans out there, and I'll admit to being irrational at points, I try not to be, uh, but what I don't want you to do is look at that one shot and be like, yes, we need to have him on our team. Let's drop someone immediately. The man is 40 years old. He'll give you two-minute stints. The The cardio is not going to be there to compete. Uh, but it's fun, right? It's just one of those feel-good moments as a Celtics fan. He started his career here, has the opportunity to come back, get some playing time. It's just a feel-good story, right? Uh, so overall, you look at this game, solid. 24 assists tonight on 43 makes. Uh, so over 50% were assisted shot the ball slightly better 37 percent from three 47 percent from the field uh, so solid there overall can't really complain about today's game there were certainly some lapses there were certainly some players that didn't play very well uh but we'll dive into that before we do so I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone's going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See draftkings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear. And the best part is, all Venture Green's Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15. That's CelticsTake15. For 15% off, you won't regret it. All right, so let's talk some negatives here. Uh, there's not a lot for this game. I just I said that briefly, but there are a couple individual performances where you look and you kind of shake your head. And this is sort of game number two in a row for Jason Tatum, kind of getting back into that shooting slump. Uh, last game, I will say Jason Tatum moved the ball pretty well. Got downhill, got a lot, like, had a solid game facilitating, right? And I gave him credit for that. However, the shooting wasn't there. Tonight, same situation. Uh, Still ended up with five assists. Did not get downhill as much as he did last game. Uh, But the shot was still really struggling. Only ended 18 points, but 6 of 19 from the field, 2 of 8 from 3. And it's just a it's a tough, tough game for him. You look between Jason Tatum, who shot six of 19, Marcus Smart, who shot one of seven, and Dennis Schroeder, who shot one of 11, it is a just absolutely horrible, horrible shooting game. That is eight for, I believe, 37, if my math is correct, 21%. Between the three of them. Who, again, at least Jason Tatum and Schroeder are two of your top three scorers this season. Marcus Smart's probably right behind him. So, not a good performance from the three of those guys. Uh, Dennis Schroeder really struggled all night. And I talked about it a little bit with Pritchard. Uh, This is the competition. Right? Like, those backup guard minutes belong to either schroeder or pritchard and at this point who do you go to dennis schroeder the last you know obviously he just had the the non-covid illness he's coming back from that the first couple minutes that he stepped in and played today looked okay it looked like he had his feet under him and then the rest of it was just downhill wasn't hitting shots again like one of 11 is just bad Usually, he's a guy that can get you five, six free throws, only got to the free throw line once, went one for two. So, he's just, he's not playing his brand of basketball. You know, you look at it, and I don't want to say it's, it's interesting, because Eme just went with the hotter hand. Pritchard, 21 minutes tonight, Schroeder, 18. So, that, to me, is a good sign. All of you guys that have listened to these podcasts know exactly how I feel about Schroeder and kind of a playing situation with Pritchard. Uh, Schroeder did not play a good game tonight at all. Jason Tatum didn't really play a good game tonight. Marcus Smart didn't shoot the ball well. You know, defensively, he played fantastic for the majority of the game. Uh, You know, he still had three steals individually so it's not like it's a it's an absolutely terrible performance but shooting wise i mean the the guy played 32 minutes four points i've talked about it in a bunch of podcasts i don't mind that he doesn't score a lot i really don't but if he's shooting seven times you gotta shoot better than one of seven right give two three three of seven that's a those are good numbers for marcus smart right and if he's not going to be shooting you need to contribute at some point in the offense right normally he's been up five plus assists tonight four so just didn't really contribute much on the offensive end tonight uh so i mean you you want it to be better between the three of them something's got to give and this is a good team this is a good cavaliers team so the fact that the celtics were able to pull off this win with all three of those guys not playing really that well at all, it's impressive. Like this is a this is a solid solid win. You saw Robert Williams step up in a major way. Jalen Brown looks like he's back. Looks like he's back to his normal form. Uh, you saw solid minutes from Romeo. You saw solid minutes from Pritchard. Like these are other guys that you want going out there and playing at a high level and performing on a, a game-by-game basis. Even Neesmith, who I didn't really talk about, shot two of two. Still crash Bandicoot, kind of all over the place. Uh, but this is just a, it's a solid win overall. It really is. You look up and down. I mean, 24 assists, solid. You look at the turnovers caused, caused 15 turnovers. Took advantage of it. These are, these are things that the Celtics just need to get better at doing on a consistent basis. The one thing, the other part that was extremely negative was the offensive rebounding. And it happened a lot in the first. Uh, Taco Fall just absolutely went off. And I got to admit, Taco played a solid game today. He played a real solid game. You look at the numbers for him in his first career start, played 19 minutes. 4 points, 10 rebounds, which is a career high as well as 2 blocks. And it, he caused a lot of a lot of different shots. Like he altered a lot of people's shots today. Uh you know, it's fun. It's fun. I love I love Taco. He's a big, you know, kind of mascot, honestly. He's he wasn't really meant to to play a lot, and he didn't, but He's just a fun guy. It's kind of hard not to like him, right? But with him starting, he really gave the Celtics who lacked, you know, depth, lap, lacked depth in the big man position with, you know, Al out, Grant out. The Cavaliers just torched us on the offensive glass. They had 7 offensive rebounds in the first quarter alone, uh which is just tough. And that's what kept the game close in the first quarter. Uh, Celtics still outscored them 31-26, which was a fairly close quarter. It should have been significantly more than that, considering where we held them from a shooting perspective. They shot an absolutely abysmal three-point shooting game in the first half. Uh, But the Celtics, you know, Gave away some offensive rebounds that allowed that game to get close. But, you know, overall, that's where you can wrap things up as far as the game recap goes. Overall, it's a solid win, right? You got to be happy with a win where, you know, you're playing a solid team, 19 and 13 on the season. Third place in the East. You beat them by 10. You beat them by 10. You know, you look forward to the next game for the Celtics. And we've got a little bit of time off. Thursday and Friday both off, so we'll have a little bit of time to relax. Uh, then it's Celtics at Bucks on Christmas Day, two uh, thirty game. Celtics never seem to play well on the early games, so we'll see if that if that happens. Uh, Celtics have had the the Bucks number played pretty well against them so far, uh, so it's going to be a battle. The Celtics know who they're facing. I guess it really depends on who they actually are facing. (laughs) The entire league is riddled with COVID. Uh, So you don't really know who's going to be there for you. Is Giannis back? I don't know. Is he going to play? We don't know. So it could be a just completely different team. Giannis isn't playing tonight against Houston, but they'd still have Chris Middleton they still have, you know, Connaughton, Drew Holiday. They still have a lot of their team. It's just a matter of whether or not Giannis plays. And if he doesn't, that is a huge plus for the Celtics. Uh, and again, we're at a point in the season, take advantage of it. You know, every single team is dealing with it as well as the Celtics. So take advantage of these games while you can. Move yourself up in the standings as much as possible. That's where we're going to wrap things up for today, guys. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Guy. Make sure to subscribe to our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, make sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Uh, other than that, have a fantastic night, Celtics fans. Relish in this 10-point victory over the Cavs. Enjoy two days off, and we will talk to you on Christmas Day. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic I can't help it, nah I can't help it, now nah, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic